Welcome to another episode of the Top Form Podcast. And this episode is brought to you by Jamaica Football Hub. You can find them on Twitter at Hub Jamaica. It's a page dedicated to highlighting the talents of all ages, home and abroad. This episode is also brought to you by Simple Football. Find them on Twitter at Please Just Pass. Also football. And well, I wish we could have told someone from the field today to please just pass. Jamaica Neil, Canada Neil, World Cup qualifiers, Rose, I pray. I pray. Ah, God. No, say, the last thing for the kind of, the kind of stressed out and thing. You still yeah, feel man. a bit stressed or, or, or what? The point, the point is more than what we're used to, you know, so. <laughs> feel more upbeat now. It's my first clean sheet and yeah. qualifiers, so. More, me, me feel better. Feel better. Bad man. Yeah. Nice show. Yeah. No, honestly, only was 30 minutes I did. Another final 30 minutes. Um, which by by some stretch looked like at the best period of the game we have. So it, it never it wasn't a bad watch, I guess, as compared to what we used to and the result was well. poor, but we take it nonetheless better than a loss. Well, just to assist the starting lineup. Um Captain Fantastic Andre Blake in goal. Um, additions were O'Neill Fisher, Alvas Paul at centre back, along with Mariapa, um, Taxi Lawrence, left back, Bobby Grant, Javan Watson, Flemings in midfield, Kemar Roof, and Shamar Nicholson up top. Me alone agree with the starting lineup. Eh? Me not agree with it either. I mean, in the idea. You get a result better than how we used to, but the starting line up a garbage. The starting line up a garbage. You say, um, Aka at, not Aka, sorry, all of us at center back. Bro, Jesus, bro, Jesus, Jesus. Why, why, why call up two people who is a natural center back? Yeah. If you're not planning to use him at any point, you, you're down to one natural CD, Topia the other CD, and you choose to play a right back at centre back. Yes, Alvas played um, two games at centre back at the Under 17 World Cup in 2011, but Alvas is not a centre back. You have Jamal who is a natural centre back, and you refuse to use him even today when Alvas went off. You put Aka at centre back. Like, he, he, he just. I ne- never understand it and it's stupid, but as I said, the 11 end up get us a point, so I guess you know it's ICPR, but starting level of the garbage. Uh, you, mentioned, you mentioned that Alvas played centre back at 17. This brother is 27 right now, no, bro. <laughs> like, legit, that was probably just over 10 years ago. And I like said, man, we can't justify why I'm gonna play centre back if this man, for most time, career I play football. Right, but it, it just never made no sense, isn't it? And he ended up having a unfortunate injury, it seems like the hamstring. So, I mean, Lewis coming back in the team, Fisher had a pretty good game, probably man of the match. So, what is being for Topi now with the game on Wednesday? Jovi? Yeah, F- Fisher was my man of the match as well. Um, I think the statement was clear regarding Topi today. Tope not going to get you. Tope not going to get used at all because if you were down to two centre backs and two, the statement clear, you're just not gonna use him. Um, Lois back versus Honduras, so even worse. He, he not gonna feature. If you didn't feature today, 
in worse now go feature when the starting center back is back and i think um uh, I, I i just think it's harsh and the god no because you must feel away knowing that you're the only other option to play there and you still can't get a chance you might try everything there except play you there it must be the youth spirit i'm feel me feel me feel sorry for you honestly just from a, from not only a personal like emotional standpoint as well but it hard to develop me because what you want to talk to them for you get now is experience right like game time at the national team for growing so Looks like say, in, in his defense in tapas defense putting alvas at center but is not a out of this world me we see left backs and right backs play center back all the time alvas has the build and the, the, the profile we can play center back so you can give him a pass, isn't it? But with the change now, come on, come on. You're not, you're not only break the youth spirit on a personal level, but you're also hard to generate development because you now get the experience. You now get the game time for can prove himself. Say, uh, you see, if Nana out again, or if we're missing a center back, I can play center back. You're not worried about Alvasma. You're Alvasma center back. Isn't it so? In all honesty, go one step forward, two back. I'm wholeheartedly agree, bro. You mentioned something about it kill the youth development. Mind you, and a third, and a topic first feature is in the national. Topic in the team from 2019, 2019. Topic go at the 2019 World Cup. Topic did not feature in any game. What's the point? What's the point? You, you, you bring him again at in the World Cup qualifiers. You now use him. Oh, you're going to know. Oh, you're going to develop the youth into big up. Nana, 28, you know. Nana, 28. Maria, Pa, Moore, Pinnock, all of them are getting closer to 30 now. Oh, you're going to develop the Topi, the Kings, the Lengs, even Javian, because Javian, Javian can play center back. That is known. He has played there for the for Arborview, for Casey, etc. Javian can play. You don't play any of the youths today. When the space did they play them, so it not help none of them development. Like it just, it just baffling to me, honestly. Yeah, just yeah, the same thing. The other say like don't have like Toby's around 22, 23. Are the only like are the most mature centre back we have, other than the senior players in a bro. Like we now have a player between like, the age of like say 23, 26, isn't it? Like. None of them are like 27, 28, bro. Like, there's just a big gap, brother, and then we're not developing the 21, 22, 23. We're not giving them the opportunity to develop. So, what we are doing? We are wait till them are like 28, 29, and then say, all right, I'm going to come in. You know, I'm going to work, brother. Question. So, does this mean that something is missing from from the, the, national, the national Premier League then? Because if, if we are bringing through them young ball there, and them can't get in a game. You have to try to identify where the problem is. Is it a case where there's something missing from the Jamaica Premier League? Or is it really just a case where we have to just look towards getting a new coach with new ideas? Um, I, can't, I can't say nothing wrong with the Jamaica Premier League. Because one of the best centre-backs that have come in the team in recent times, you know, under top of himself, was Ladio Richie. A man with no experience outside of Jamaica. Yeah, yeah. Isn't it? A man with no experience playing football in Kingston, much less outside of Jamaica. When they play them and they play football in Kingston, and when they play for more players, I'm 
you see me? And yeah. that man was one of the best, in the, even we were in the captain band at one point for the country. One of the best, Between the age group, exactly, and that was between the age group of like 25, you see me? That's when he started in the national team, you know? So, seeing, and that is just using one example, you know, because if we look at it again, it's only that Premier produce most of the players that you see now that are getting called up. Even players that are overseas, the Bowsers, the Weedies, the Muggies, Flemings, even the Lamberts who are not seen at the team now. Even the Taxi. Where did those players start? Those players were here at the age of 21, 22, and they all made that transition into, the, into a faster pace game. Because we know club football faster than international football. And they all made that transition. So, what happened? Lambert, you made mention of Lambert. I don't think many many people um did familiar with Lambert um out here, except for Montegonians and Clarendonians. Lambert came at MBE and he did very well. Lambert is in the USL for like three years now. Consistently starting for his team, Lambert can't get another look in. Lambert is just um, 23 years old. Lambert was in the setup from age 20, 21. See him with a topi now. Um, Weedy. Weedy is now man Campbell for those who don't know. Um, Maggie, etc. So, my, 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 my point in naming all those players is. How will we know if they are good enough for the shirt if we don't play them? With the sense you have all of them, you even call them and not playing them. It makes no sense. The youth them are play at their clubs. Some of them, most most of them are play at their clubs. Topi's case, Topi did their Birmingham um, Legion just the other day. Come back to Cavaliers, um, just win the Premier League. Why not play him? You don't have no other centre back. And the justification is cannot be that um the youth never play long enough because the youth had like what, eight games and then belt all season. But you have Akka in the side. Akka play five match over the last three seasons. Five match combined and none of those games were ninety minutes. So that and if, if that is his justification for say Topi never play enough, so he never ready for put him in a game, blah, it, it don't make no sense. It's just a case where you probably you know, trust the youth. But if you don't trust the youth, why call him? I mean, as as Maestro said on the last episode, and now may I get to agree with him more and more. The statement made about developing these young players are are putting in place a system is it, now it seems like it's really just for club because you're back against the wall you, you call up these players and then now get no game really and truly it make no sense <laughs> it really no make no sense when i try to repeat to you but it just no make no sense bro bro um like tell us it no matter if the the, the um when we just speak up on education is it how we move forward we develop a change in the education bro that's the same thing that like even if we change the education of the 15, 16, 17 year olds, isn't it? What sense is changing the education if they're still not going to get an opportunity, isn't it? It not gonna make no sense, bro. It not gonna make no sense. So until there is some form of belief from within, bro. Because even in our game, it shows it shows that we're gonna believe in ourselves because we only play football for fifteen minutes or twenty minutes of each half. 
Well, comment sometimes, comment sometimes, because sometimes I just couldn't be a football. Ten minutes second, ten minutes second, ten minutes first half. And why? Well, when you watch the team, is like when you believe in yourself until you see, say, all right. Back against the one. Yeah, and <laughs> it looked like say, the man then, the power over oh, left. Like, bro, what? You're basically at the MSS. If you are playing against a team, you look better than you. You just now nah, play number the full night. And it's difficult to watch, bro, because we have so much talent and we we'll see it in our last 20 minutes of this game. We we'll see it tonight, brother. We could have picked Canada apart. We could have been doing this from the first bro, in our first half, bro. But why we can't do it? Bro, there's no belief in, our, in our, our team, ourselves. There's no self belief. are the maestro, please. You know, we're going to have a set up for that. You see me? I don't want to break your point, myself, but yes, it's sitting in my youth and it triggered me. Funny enough, uh, funnily enough, you know, say, last night, I look back and I get the point out first. Yes, it's sitting, but if we are playing against some team, we're better than we are, so we just now go play ball for the whole night. Um, last night, you know which game I watch back to bring it to a closer level to us. Um, the season that we got relegated from the Perm. Our 18-19, we play Mount Pleasant when Mount Pleasant just come in a league. When you say league, start... you have to be um, specific so the people. Eh, Montego Bay United. You understand? They played Mount Pleasant at Catchinal. And Mount Pleasant just came up in the league by everybody player. The dominant team. Nobody expected MBU to get anything from the game. But throughout the entire 90 minutes, MBU was the better team. And my suggestion, um, if I saw when one team better than we are, so we just now go play ball for the 90 minutes. And Missy MBU give Mount Pleasant the game what in life over catching all that day. And my started that game. Now, what I say is, where is the disconnect in the transition to the national team? Because that 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 Montego Bay United team was made up of primarily Jamaicans. Some at the time were national players, so we disconnected in the in the national team because at the highest level this of our local football. So we disconnected because the mentality is in the Premier League. Oh, it can't cast over go into the national setup with so many of our local players getting the opportunity. But Joey, that's it. There's no self-belief within us, bro. Within our people, within our own people, brother. We, 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 we need it. It's like, we need, we need, we need outside forces to say, yes, you can do it. Or, yes, you have to believe. Isn't it? There's no belief from within, bro. And, uh, yeah, as I mentioned again, the, like, we played the full 90 minutes of the game. And we can't remember, like, the week of preparation. It's just the week of preparation because the match before that, we win one nil, Win one nil, isn't it? And we never really up on a high because that was the first win. So we all look on it and I say, all right, we we'll try to pick up momentum at least get a point. But what was there from the entire team, like from the Monday, go back to the next Monday night when the game actually play, we just prepare for that game and I say, we'll get what we want out of the game, isn't it? We'll get what we want out of the game. Because literally when we go back to the drawing board, the next day, the day after that, and I review the game as a team, we we'll look on it and I say, yo, Literally, if we did have more belief, bro, we could have get the three points easy, easy, you see? Yeah, it's a goalkeeping <laughs> across the three points. But, uh, 
Who was that that Marshall Yajovi? Like, it's a goalkeeping area, but at the same time, bro, it was a case where simply if we did just have more than before, yeah, we would have win the game. We would have win the game simply, bro, because you see, I, you see, I remember the build up to the game. Everybody in BU go get slaughtered, and most people wanted to see MBU get slaughtered because Mobile usually beat up everybody, so everybody just happy to see Mobile. Don't know. So, but when the game come, are the total opposite? Me, I wonder who did it connect the when the transition making at the national team because many of the Premier League clubs operate like that and many of the Premier League clubs have players in the national team. So you made a point earlier where you say if I saw when we are playing against somebody we're better than how we just now go playing the football. And I say look majority of times. So me I wonder where this where the disconnect is in the national team. Bro, the disconnect just comes from the belief of it. It's, it's I just about who are dealing with everything. Them just not have like them just not have a belief in a way, brother. Isn't them just not have the belief so we can do it. Simple as that. Because man, I see no other nothing else, bro. Isn't there's nothing else here to say. Oh, it's this reason or that reason. Because you can't say oh the man did not develop quick enough or whatever. Because too much players make a transition in a national team pool. Now, so the national team left for the national team pool. Too much team player, too much players make it in a national team pool, bro. From the local leagues and sure, so them have the quality when they, but them not get back a next opportunity. So I have to just believe, brother. Isn't it? I have to just believe. Mm. Like and even like when we look on it to in other football world, like you have the natural beliefs where a twenty million man better than a man because hundred k, right? Naturally. So I so, saw so we look at the look at things in other football right? So I guess there's some some essence on that too because then people say, Oh, if they come if they do go get the players that are maybe more well known and help. So because we can't say nothing else, bro. There's no logical professional reason why there's a disconnect. Yeah. And even even if we do decide to go with the the younger players are the homegrown players. I'm pretty sure that if the JFF has a budget working with, the budget would be worth better with these local players because naturally they no longer demand as much. Isn't it? As much as so, for example, Mikel Antonio would have asked for, which probably would have lead us to be able to invest more in the youth and in our local players. So it's like, a, it's really, really embarrassing to see and who is in charge want to stay in charge that's just if they don't want to see mm. development they want to stay in charge that's just it that is facts that is facts i don't think they want to see development they just want um immediate results or so but they don't want no immediate <laughs> results they want personal gain yeah, sorry about that, bro. Yeah, I mean, I said the longer that go on, are the tough fight go be on, on us. I mean, we see the quality locally in enough of them ball here. Yeah. We know some of them personally, same way. You see me? And we just find it, we just find it baffling. So we could get a win today because really and truly, we look better than Canada. We actually look better than Canada. But watching the game, you can see that Canada has a structure and they are more disciplined with our them play. But the good thing is, we've never lost to Canada in Jamaica in a World Cup qualifiers. So 
I think that was one positive to take from Canada, the game. Canada, I usually will be in stick, whether you're there or abroad. That's why it should be easier for it to the Jovi. Yep, that's, that's why it should be much easier. You know, but yeah. we we know we know straight off topic, you me, but I I just worry about things, worry about issues we are we are faced with this whole ball game thing. But we are going to a special segment now. Um from Jamaica Football Hub, three ratings. And I'll start off with, with, with our skipper, Manning Goal, Andre Blake. Hmm. Three ratings, so. Blake, um, I have to give him a nine, especially for that save. That save literally secured something for us from bank range. Hmm. Even after picking up a knock, he still kept on and fight on. So I have to give skipper a nine. Same. Uh, what about um, Kemar Lawrence? Daxia 7.5 did well up and down the flank um, we had good deliveries and in the latter part of the game I think I thought he realized that Canada was there for the taking and began to mm-hmm. try things I think he had the last shot of the game which actually checked yeah. the Canada and so I give him a 7.5 mm-hmm. it was good today I agree definitely in improve um, Anil Fisher right back who was up against Bayern Munich's um, Franza Davis Fisher, Fisher was my man of the match. I give Fisher a, a um, 10, honestly. Yep. He held his own very well against um, Davis and he actually went forward and he did um, a lot going forward. His, his classes were very good today. Very, very good. Very good. And he didn't get beaten um, a lot from Davis. I think he covered for Akka well many times. So yeah. for me, it was a 10 because it was unexpected. So. I give him a 10. Mariapa. Uh, Mariapa didn't get much to do. Did a good job. Mm. 6.9. Wait, why? Why? 6.8. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Careful in a year. Careful. My bad. My bad. <laughs> 6.8. Uh, the controversial man in midfield. The elder himself. Javan Haka Watson. Parating. I'm going to be kind and modest. I give Haka a 5. Only because we kept a clean sheet. That that's why he's rating it. So I Aka was trash from minute one. Look fatigue after the first. Fat to- <laughs> so we just won't be modest and kind of give Aka five. Yeah. Uh Anthony Grant. Granty, Granty Granty, I give Granty a, 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 an 8 I give him an 8 He had 90% um, pass success he, he did well, he was tidy and composed today as usual He won, he won 8 duels and so, mm-hmm. so I, give him an, I give him an 8 and he had 10 recoveries So I give him an 8 yeah, Plus playing with Akatoks So it was really him <laughs> one in the middle uh, The man from Fulham, Bobby Reid Trash, 5 um, yeah, this it again. Same. All right. Um, the next player ratings. I'm gonna ask the opinion of both, since this has been a um controversial player on this podcast. Junior Flemings. You take on what player ratings? Flemo, I give Flemo seven. Seven. I give Flemo seven. Um, Flemo came close to scoring today. Sadly, the, the defender blocked it. Um, he was direct, and most of our um, better attacking moves came down his side. He made some stupid runs and so, but 
knowing Fleming's, I, I give him a seven for today's game. Seven, maestro. I don't miss Fleming's play. I don't miss boys winning that because as we say, one of the best like the last in the ball. 25 or 27 minutes, I stopped my catching. Mm-hmm. But I don't know what I do, but I Speaking about foolishness, Kemar, what do you think of his performance? Kemar, on the ball, Kemar was trash. I give Kemar a, a, a 6.7. This, the 0.7 is because he had a good shot, and that same shot pull down his ratings because his after-ball work was good today and the press but his touch was poor his decision making was poor i think and the man look and, yeah on the break we had like five players to canada's four and he should have played in speedy but he went for a shot the shot was good but made the right decision and passed it to speedy he was open and he was in the box but so six point six point seven same and uh, Shamar Nicholson. Bowser, it was an off game for Bowser and everything. Normally, his hold up plays good. Nothing worked for Bowser today, and it, it hurts for me to say this, but I give Bowser 5.9. Maybe can't say I disagree with but I don't believe that he was being used um, in the right position because he, to me, he is the, the, the best number nine we have. I mean, as a matter of fact, we know so we all agree on that. And no, he is finding himself out on the flanks too much. Like way too much. And we can't understand why. Abiza is to be a Benzema like striker that loves drift wide and breathe. Yeah, but he might overwork himself. But at club level he's not. He's not that level. At, at club level he's not feel like that. Not at club level he is a Jacob. He means just yeah just hold up play yeah. and poach it's in because maybe now watching consistently this since this season and i just that i get him goals and and i'm making performances heard about across europe is in me and i don't know drifting in a no flanks and them like the thing that is in them things are not a part of so far you see a javan east as well i think yeah. between him and shaman nicholson are the two best number nines you have who can hold up play and I keep on seeing where Javan is playing on the wing. Like him being on the wing not really had no value to, to us. And he's not saying that he's not a good player. But I think say well, we need to go back to the giant board because if we have so many speedy players down the wing, can I imagine if either him, Javan Watson, Ahar, Shemar Nicholson hold up the ball? Maestro. Yeah, when I think for lack of number nine right now, when I shot at that right now. I say he's a three, we have three good number nine that can hold up the ball. Cool bird, Bowser, and John Giovanni is in it. So nothing could lack that right now. What we lack? I just assist him to get the team working well so we can get something out of them That's the problem, you know. I was supposed to see Bowser Bowser play on the flanks most of literally on the true line most as a number nine. John played same way in command and I feel like channels and out on the, on the line. If I two up front, that's not supposed to um, not supposed to mm-hmm. just in other channels at most. But I'm not supposed to stay essentially better because I only yeah, the attack yeah. half will come through at least one another the attack half will come through. So it's just a, a like a, there's just a discrepancy tactically same is in a way it's like then just I use the players how they feel like. Yeah, I mean I say I know everything, isn't it? But looking 
at today's game, we should announce that Canada in our in our World Cup qualifying group is playing one of the best um style of football in terms of their movement. Isn't it? So me for the entire game did I watch bro and I try to justify why when I see a speedy Williams start. I don't know if, if there are any updates from Jamaica Football Hub as to any potential injury, but I don't see which part did look injured, brother. Um, and we're lacking that mobility in the midfield. Uh, I've always said it, that any pivot Jamaica has, for it to be good, it must have Speedy Williams in it. Today, I don't know why he didn't start. We started um, Grant and Aka, combined age. Combined age of both is 71. <laughs> By sure, 10 yeah. minutes in, one of them was jogging, looking like a pregnant lady out there. Grant was being overworked. <laughs> um, Speedy came on and Speedy did well as usual. Pass on the ball, tidy. I give Speedy a um, 7.1. But yeah. I don't know why he did not start. I just, as you say, the coach likes who is like. We likes and obviously Tapa loves Aka. Maestro. That, that, Neil, I don't know where you're talking about injury. Because the man come on and that me did a I said, no, Mr. Smith on the pitch. When I was the game, so it could have never be an injury. <laughs> it's just, <Aye>. again, <laughs> just poor decision making, bro. Because why wouldn't he start? Isn't yeah, and a vital home That's game. We definitely need two points. Exactly. Why? Well, I'm asking my question still. Who would be the, the, the possible replacements for, for, for Mr. Whitmore? Because at this point, it kind of looks like we're going to need a replacement. Is me, I mean, I say I'm the root of the problem, oh. but we now get the results. So, who do you see as, as replacement? You're right. At the end, the idea is the results game. And the coach and manager will always be the skateboard and the fall guy. So... You have to start looking towards replacements. Um, any sense of replacement that we can afford? Uh, I think Miguel. I think Miguel. Sakoli. Yeah, he has been doing... Yeah, he has been over um, Indonesia since 2017. Mm. Yeah. I think now would be perfect for him to come in with these crap of guys and try something. If it fails, we go back to the giant board. Mm. But I think... Miguel is a sensible option right now. Sensible, logical, and affordable option right now. Oh, yeah, I'm kind of... Well, yeah, I agree. I agree because um, watching watching him coach at high school level for many years is a man who used a 3-5-2 formation or, or something similar to, to a 3-5-2 formation. And even in a situation today where we write off Alvas Powell, you know, but we think if we ever play him in the center of the park, he would have a better in our back three. So, with that being said, that definitely sounds like a, a pretty good option. Maestro, we know so you play under, under uh, Mr. Cody over the past years. I don't know if he may have as your option for replacement. Well, yes, there's something. Like, just listening, just listening to this podcast, because I know people are just saying, oh, it's hard, or whatever. We're not professional and I just opinion. So, can either agree or agree, either way we appreciate it, yes, a little content. But knowing how JFF works, I don't think Tapa get a place now because if it was a results business for JFF, Tapa would have get shot from after the World Cup. So I don't think we're going to see a replacement this year. But if we, if we were to replace Tapa though, as, as, as difficult a decision would be, um, 
may, may I agree with, with, of course, may I agree with Coley simply because Coley, Coley just the, the structure and organization that he brings personally, not just from like playing a football playing point of view, but just like him as a person, like his character in the, around these couple players now would be a big, not only a big help, but I think we would get instant results. But with that being said, I don't think, I also don't think just a change at the head of the team would be, <laughs> would be like the right move at this time because that would just... Yeah, will you power it if you still... Take out one goal to the In all honesty as well, though, like if, if, if it's a case where they want it right off, just right off this qualifying champion and like make a change as we have been discussing, like change things fundamentally, then we have to we have to look at, at possibly collaborating this about well which you know how me feel about that right? not feel so that's that's supposed to be a thing. feel like Mr. Butler's supposed to have his own structure and do his own thing and educate youth in his own way. I'm not thinking supposed to be a child so you don't think he should should be yeah. coaching the national team? No I don't no, I don't think he should be. I, I don't think he should be coaching the national team. As as always, it's about coaching the national team and the yeah. sidelines. I don't think that his mm. role is a developmental role. His role is to change this fundamental. If, yeah. I, in, in my opinion, and the first time I've never said this, like, and here, in my opinion, we see Mr. Butler as the next president of the team. I saw him as that before Mr. Isn't and that, that is just my opinion. <laughs> so, yeah, probably first thing that we say we disagree with. But I hope that never happens, honestly. You have to tell me why. You have to tell me why. <laughs> I won't say on this podcast, Neil, honestly. All right. You see, the, right. the perception you that... You have to say it somewhere, you know, but you see, my, yeah. my, from my perspective, from my perspective... That's the thing, perception. I know Mr. Okay. Butler from... I know Mr. Butler from not, not just watching videos and seeing him. I know him because I played on that. Yeah. Why? <laughs> I was a part of, why? Why? I was a part of his never under nobody. I was a part of his <laughs> 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 at, at one time I was a part of him. And even like even right now, things were me alright. Not man I say right now. Back when I was a part of him, I was still a part of Montego Bay United under twenty one. And a lot of things that I learned as fundamentals from Phoenix, from just training with Phoenix, I brought back here and that yielded some unthinkable results for us. Isn't it? That was me as a player, just bringing back like small drills in training, isn't it? That just all it does is just change the intensity and just smart, just telling other teammates like small things that I learned by being a part of, a part of it. because even in that time. A lot of players were looking at me. Like a lot of players, even in Montego Bay United, under them were looking at me. They they they, they think about like linking up with them, and so they were even they were so enthusiastic just to learn those things, and it helped their game tremendously. Like that year, we went on to win the knockout as the under twenty one team playing against senior teams all around. And saying is the under twenty one team, or saying is the under because that time we were all seventeen and eighteen years. Nobody was touching Well, Bill, what may I was saying? So, Jovi, I, not, not to quote you, but Jovi, my understanding yeah. you see, a portrayal of somebody, a how somebody is portrayed now, yeah. 
it, 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 there's a very thin line to view things from, isn't it? Because information changes as it, as it passes. Definitely. So, so some things that might that you might hear from somebody that then say, I saw it go, that is just but, as we say, my comments will be reserved until half year. I'm not going to get into the butler debate on here. I know his stands and fans are, so I'm just leaving that uh, for half year. Um, ooh, yeah, this is why I said call it was, as we say, sensible, logical, um, affordable. And he has experience in the camp. He was the assistant manager for a while. So there's that. But I mean, there are other options, many other options, but I don't think they'll last long because as usual, those who um those who came left as quickly as they came due to JFF's um in incompetence. So there's that again. But yeah, I will tell we're not get a new manager anytime though. Anytime soon though. Well, something needs to change because it, it kind of, I mean, I'm not, I'm not trying to argue the topic, but it has to be said that Craig Butler seems as if he has a part to play, really, because, and I'm, I'm talking from a fan's perspective. So for the, for the past week, after, after the loss against US, uh, Mr. Butler has been on um, what I would call a protest because he's been going around on different platforms saying that, he would do a better job with this team, isn't it? And I understand that I just talk, but just the way how the man articulate himself in comparison to a Tapa Whitmore. You know, so people go look into him eventually coaching the team or playing some part. Me not believe say him supposed to coach a team, you know, but obviously some something I come up where I'm concerned in terms of taking over. The reason though, Sorry, sorry for cutting, but the reason why I'm going to agree, say, Coley is probably a better option is because I believe it's someone who can connect, is can actually have like player management skills with these set of players that we have. Um, as well, two of the key players, if you're being honest, what was under his guidance in, in Junior Flemings and now we are seeing a Tyreek McGee. So, probably my best option, Maestro. Well, um, Again, the comparison between Craig and Tapa is ludicrous. A ludicrous, a very word. Ludicrous. <laughs> ludicrous. Well, <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it doesn't make sense, isn't it? It makes sense to compare because they're two completely different men, isn't it? Two completely different men. So it, it, that's why I'm even say, that's why I'm even clarify that like, the stance from Sir Butler's case for coaching. I don't think he would have been the right coach. I don't think he should be the coach of him at all. As I said, I think he should be further up in the line making decisions regarding yeah. development. Agree. See? Agree. That and is what I close to 60. He yeah. He's close to 60. Yeah. So the impact we might look to make with the national team at this point, it's, it's, he's on board. It has to be fundamental, though. Yeah. It has to be something fundamental. Yeah. Oh, I saw miracle me hear this because we all have a part to play in this ball thing, isn't me? If if you're managing one of the superstars on the team as well, it's a it's a huge conflict of interest to even um propose yourself as the, the head coach of the national team. So maybe can't agree with him being being that option. In, in my perspective, 
as, as a coach, not my perspective as a coach, but in my perspective, right now we benefit from having Kohli as a coach. And there is no question, like, that's not a certain one I have a question. Why exactly? Because, bro, what he brings, I can speak earlier about what he brings personally off the even in terms of the character, his character as a coach and the discipline man. So on the field, he's a very meticulous man. He's a very, very, very meticulous man. And he will also bring this very important characteristic what we lack right now. Belief, bro. Belief. That man just needs to see it. Just just understand why he might ask you for look and show him he can do it at least once. And he will never stop believing it. Simple as that. You must speak as, as somebody with clear nerves, man. Why again, bro? Why not keep on a talk about under the man then? <laughs> <laughs> but that talk as a player, bro, play team, bro. and uh, as a fan, we watch this man team over the watch different teams where this man coach. And at the same thing, bro, you see me at the same thing. You see the structure, you see, you see the understanding not only between the players, but also between the players and the coach, you see me, so the rules are clear in the team, brother. A man now just play forward, play forward. The man I play in rural as a forward. Then we put in the man bring and I don't think that we need bro. If we can get the look at things right, with just a little more discipline, bro. That's it. Well, what is next for the reggae boys, Jovi? We are we are playing Honduras on Wednesday, seven oh five Jamaican time. Yeah. Oh um, the beauty. You see the things that I said it on the previous podcast is that Despite everything, we were still in touching distance um, due to other results. We're going even today. A win at Honduras puts us on five points and brings us up, 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 up to um, fifth or sixth. So, next game is a must win. Definitely must win. Some way or the other, they have to win that game. But three points is the only thing that makes sense out of that game. If they don't get the three points out of that game, these two rounds of qualifiers have been a massive failure, worse than it has already been. But due to results elsewhere, one like a silver line in the boat, and we are trying to champ on, you know. So three points against Honduras, and there's room for optimism. So, yeah. Same. I'm on. And the man another day again, same way. The next game, my sir, I have some to say. <laughs> I was in. I got asked the same way. I got asked the question the same way. Um, and you was on Wednesday. What? What's your prediction on that game? Nil nil one one. Oh, so it a good job. That's yeah, easy. Um, yeah, because um, we see this. We see this. I think we see this already. When Tapas Tapas back is pinned against the wall, and then it's and then kneeling from the wall, and he can't go away. Immediate results. But in, in a case like yeah. going to Honduras, I feel like it's a bit too much to pull. Go out there and get the two points. Based off of where right now, feel it a little bit. It feel like either a 1 1 or a But again, my opinion, and I'm not professional of it. Yeah. Your predictions on the game for Wednesday? Central America, rough to play. But, 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 but. As a shimmer, so when the idiot and uh, them back against the wall and you expect the worst so that they turn to them pop up with something. Mm. So, 
Well, ugly two one. All the right. ugliest, the ugliest two one you can think of. <laughs> All right, boss. That I got more well. I also want to say speedy in a lineup and muggy same way. Perfect right. opportunity for the youngster. My sir. All right. Hey, hey, let me go, bro. Hey, let me believe, brother. Hey, let me believe. No matter who I am, brother, I'm never yet here. So we say. そう、ドリブルバディプソプターマイラリアリスティックブロイヤーそれはどうだろうもうなんかバディーズアチューファンバディーズアチューファンバディーズアチューファンバディーズアチューファンバディーズアチューファンバディーズアチューファンバディーズ